Welcome to Event Up, the place where people enthusiastic about events stay in the know on the latest trends within the events industry. Live, hybrid, and virtual experiences. From virtual events to conferences, award galas, and everything in between. Here's your host, Amanda Ma. Happy New Year, everybody. Welcome to our Innovate Marketing Group State of Industry Report presentation today. We're so excited to have you guys here. I am Amanda Ma, CEO and founder of Innovate Marketing Group. We're a full-service event management agency based in Los Angeles. And today I'm joined by Sarah Rosas, our business development manager, and we'll be having a fireside chat to bring you the latest and greatest of 2022. We're so excited to start in 2022, you know, for the past two years in 2020, we're really focusing on pivoting to virtual event services and adapting to the new normal. And last year, we're focused on building a well-established and resilient company to really plan and set ourselves up for success and as well as for our clients. And so we're, this year, our theme is to scale up with the mindset to help our clients evolve from how events were previously produced prior to the pandemic, as we're coming back to in-person events, as well as leveling up the experiences from many aspects, such as surprise and delight and integrating more experiences that just bring the wow factor. Our goal is not only to help our clients sustain, but really thrive in the new year. So let's dive right in. Sarah, we're so excited because I know, you know, you, you and the team have been working on the state of industry report. So first topic and really the first area we're going to look at is the snapshot of the industry. Can you kind of give us a quick overview about what happened in 2021? Of course. Thank you, Amanda. I'm very excited to join you today. Well, to put things into perspective, 2020 was the year we had to pivot 2021 was the year we understood the importance and reach and productivity of virtual hybrid events, not only live events. And this year is really about uh, looking to turn that productivity into profit. So most audiences have been keen to go back to live events and companies want to reconnect with those audiences, but it's still very important to keep in mind everybody's safety and to follow every guideline that is out there right now. So for that, most planners are considering contingency plans, flexibility as a priority. Um, another very big event for, for this year were community events, and they will continue to be so in 2022. Wonderful. Thank you, Sarah. And how about in terms of some of the changes, you know, in 2021 that we experienced? Well, there were many. Uh, firstly, since the scope of work changed from making it work to really making it great, uh, there were many, many changes. Uh, specifically, there was an increased focus in metrics uh, since brands are looking to really see results within their events. It is really important to communicate correctly with your client what they're looking to get out of their event, as well as when once the event is done, to make sure that you communicate those results and that can translate into success for your client and their attendees. Everything from reach, engagement, attendance rate, return of investment, there were many, many metrics that really mattered last year, and we're, of course, going to continue to use them this year. Another big change was 
um, the affectations that we had during uh, with the supply chain. Uh, there were many changes with vendor availability and finding quality within your network became more important than ever. So making sure that whoever is planning your event has a strong connection and relationship with, with their vendors is more important than ever. For example, specifically with uh, venues, venues had to pivot as well in 2021 and 2020. And it was really, really important to see those strong partnerships become reality for our clients this year. Wonderful. Yeah, we saw a lot, you know, in 2021 compared to 2020, we saw a lot more in-person events, right? But a lot of them also moved outdoors. And I would say it was ple pleasantly surprised because normally an event that was done indoor got transitioned to outdoors. And, you know, people, the attendee actually in the survey result, they say they loved it, you know, being outdoor in nature. Um, so that was really great to see. And we're definitely anticipate that for 2022. So that's a perfect segue as we talk about some trends that are coming up. So that's definitely one that we see that will have legs trend moving into 2022. Right. And also we're really just seeing that consumers just want to feel connected and inspired right now for 2022. What other trends are you seeing? Well, the major one this year is the EI events, which stand for diversity, equity, and inclusion. And those in community events are going to be, you know, at the forefront of many companies to do list for this year. So that's going to be major this year for sure. It is a great opportunity for brands to connect not only with their teams, but also with their audience and their customer. So big, big um, budget and big ideas for DEI this year. We're also no, seeing a lot of company reaching out to us to ask about, you know, cultural events, which ties into DEI, right? Like, so really celebrating, for example, A Asian Heritage Month, Black Heritage Month, Latinx Her Heritage Month. So a lot of the brands that weren't previously doing that are now weaving it into their program and how they do events and really like tying it back to the community and really the community that they serve. Yes, definitely. I mean, we are all part of these communities in one way or another, and it's really important for us to take that into consideration when making any event, not just community events. And that also ties into the next trend, which is wellness. Uh, I think that during 2020 and 2021, we realized and we were reminded of the importance of health, not only mental, but physical. And this year, wellness is going to be a major factor when planning events. Specifically for wellness events, they're going to be major as well this year. We see a lot of those coming back to live outdoors, like you mentioned before. Um, but also integrating wellness as a major factor, like I said, to plan and to consider when you're planning any event. So there are many great ways to do this. For example, some events are starting with a 15-minute uh, meditation. So that's a great way. Um, also, we're seeing some yoga classes uh, for, you know, in-person in, in events. And another great way to do this is also considering the time that your attendees are putting into your event. So making sure that you have mental health breaks and... Definitely. That's always you know, top of mind for us event planners, right? When we're curating these experiences. And I would say in addition to some of the tips that Sarah just shared with you, 
to also, you know, consider the kids. I know these were really popular in 2021 and 2020, sending out these, um, what we call events to go kiss. You could use these not only for virtual, but also for in-person, right? Again, it's about that surprise and delight and really set it in motion. Like this is going to be a fantastic event so that they're more attracted to come. And some of the meetings that we're brainstorming, you know, we're even including it to allow more time in addition to like wellness, but also more time just for like time to like relax, right? Kind of like what Sarah is saying. So it's not jam-packed and back-to-back meetings with no time to connect, right? Because again, tying back to what I mentioned earlier, the attendees are looking for to be inspired to connect right now. So make sure when you're planning your event to really be mindful of that and incorporate that into your agenda. Another surge that we're seeing is definitely hybrid. Sarah, tell us, is it I know we've gone through like virtual and then, you know, previously in-person, like, so is this, it's looking like hybrid is going to be popular? Yes, uh, hybrid is here to stay. Well, it wasn't invented during the pandemic. We were definitely reminded and it was highlighted just because of how convenient it is and the reach it can get because it is mainly converging an in-person event and with some sort of virtual element to it. It's making us make these decisions for choosing smarter who is attending our in-person event. And we can really turn it into a VIP experience for our attendees. And also being able to reach many, many others from the comfort of their home. So you can do this via live stream, on-demand video, whatever your strategy is. It's really uh, submerging your live and virtual experience into one. And that is really important to consider, making sure as um, John Deramo said in our podcast previously, uh, it is really important to take the time to consider both of your audiences and putting in the effort for both of your audiences to have a great memory making experience. So we're really taking that into consideration for this year, creating an experience, like you said, for both audiences and integrating elements of the virtual into the live event and vice versa. And I would say when it comes to hybrid event, make sure you also give yourself enough time, right? Because instead of planning one event, it's not just virtual or in-person, it's actually both. So for some, we actually recommend two teams that's working on it, right? And then allowing not only more budget, but also more time because it takes, like Sarah mentioned, it takes time to really consider all those integration. And I know in the past when we've done hybrid events, it's even worked into the script of the MC so that when she's communicating with the audience, people that are being live, that are watching via live stream or joining via live stream also feel included, right? And then when we go on breaks for meals or networking, the people that are joining virtually are also doing the same thing, or there's a message that lets them let them know what time they should tune back in, right? So they're not just sitting there like, uh, what's happening? You know, so really incorporating that, um, making it very thoughtful. And there's some experiences that would really be two different experiences. So you could potentially even have tickets that are just for virtual experience, like where the live streaming, because like Sarah said, the reach is there. Right, which is something over the last two years that our clients really enjoy because instead of just doing events in Los Angeles, they now have not only national but even international people that could join. And we were getting a lot of great feedback about, you know, they really enjoy the event, even though they couldn't travel to our city. 
that's definitely an area of opportunity that we want to continue to leverage. Immersive technology, I think this is going to be something I'm, we at our agency are really looking forward to leveraging the different technology that you know has is out there. So Sarah, tell us more. Definitely, many exciting things for this year regarding technology. Um, you know, technology became the only way we were able to connect with each other during the pandemic, during lockdown. And so this year we're going to put it into a different use to wow our customers and creating a, an incredible experience for them. Um, there is a great example, uh, like you can see here with um, projection mapping. For example, I don't know if you if you remember Amanda, but last year there was a this Van Gogh exhibition that used this um, projection mapping in order to create an incredible experience with art. So it's really bringing this experience that you can just go to the museum and see a painting and really elevating it to the next level and creating an immersive experience. And we can, there's so much technology out there. We just need to put it into good use. And you want to make sure that whoever is planning your event, like I mentioned, really has all these connections and network to get your event to where you want it to be technology wise and, and in any other, and any other aspect. But I think that in regarding technology, it's really important who has those strong connections and that um, network to, to really elevate your event. And one other thing I love about projection mapping and quite a lot of us went to that Van Gogh exhibit, really just that you could change up the space and feel so different, right? You could walk in and it's one color and, during dinner, it could be another color. The after party could be another color, but really, and also it moves. We can have different pattern, different design, really incorporating, you know, the theme or the experience that we want to integrate into the event. So we're very excited to implement that. We have quite a few proposals that we're working on right now, actually, that we weave this into. So looking forward to see that in action. I would say, so 10 years ago, I was sharing this story with the team because, you know, we actually use QR code. We like to say we're usually ahead of the trend. And at the time, I can tell you at a 1,000 people event, we have five maybe that scan <laughs> because a lot of people just didn't even know how to use it, right? But thanks to the pandemic, now everything is a QR code. When you go to the restaurants, a QR code, that's how you see your menu, a lot of integration and people actually know what to do. And it's a lot easier. You could just scan it, it leads you to a website. So we're also, you know, seeing QR code is going to be very popular integrating when you're at an event, you know, having QR code where it can share experiences, share act, call of actions. And this is something we are also looking forward to leverage with so many different, you know, technology and just all the moving parts, you know, with the pandemic and just industry itself, understanding that there will be a lot of flexibility. You know, we need to work with that as we're planning our different events. You know, this year is really the year for flexibility. Events have always needed a contingency plan, but this year has really become the most important part of your plan, that you have a plan B, a plan C, a plan D, <laughs> that you are fully prepared for pivoting and adapting, adjusting whatever, wherever needed. Um, so you want to make sure that you plan your event with, there are so many things to consider, but this is a really, really big, important aspect for, for any event, in-person, virtual, 
safety guidelines change every day. So you want to make sure that you take flexibility into consideration when planning your event and really keeping your mind open when, when planning your event, things are not going the way that we expected and that's okay. It's an opportunity to create an experience and to, to reach out to your attendees and you can turn it into an opportunity to, to really reconnect with your audience. Definitely keeping flexibility in mind is important. I remember, you know, just last year we had on the day of the event, we got a call from the client because the mass mandate changed. So we literally have to transition from an indoor event to half indoor, half outdoor. And, you know, client needed a layout within like two hours, but we made it happen. And the event was, you know, we hit it out of the park, but to be able to be agile, right. And really have venues that supports that, that can move as quickly as you can and be flexible and same with your vendors. Cause we had to move the food and drinks outdoors. So working with our catering company, they also were so on top of it. You know, you probably couldn't, you can't even tell we weren't planning for indoor outdoor event, but that's how we had to, how fast we had to move, right? We all weren't expecting Omicron and it really hit us hard. A lot of the January events turned to virtual or got postponed. So it's, that's going to be a pattern. So being prepared, then you know exactly what to do. Okay. When, when the number decreases, we're going to do events now. Okay. It's bad. Okay. We're going to cancel or postpone or go virtual, right? Being agile so that you can kind of bounce back and forth. Hopefully that doesn't happen too much, but you know, that's definitely something you want to keep in mind. Video became a big part of our lives also last year. And we're definitely seeing that as one of the, another trend that will continue for this year, but even more so just because the quality and how we have been leveraging video. So Sarah, can you tell us a little bit more how that will be incorporated this year? For sure. I mean, video has always been important. This is not new content creation, but with the impact of social media during the lockdowns and pandemic and vertical video specifically for reels and Instagram stories and TikTok, which was huge um, these past two years, we really look at this type of content as a way to showcase your event, creating buzz, getting people talking about your event while you know, promoting and advertising for your event, but also as an opportunity to repurpose your content and get some use from it after your event. And you can even use it for other marketing efforts, for advertisement, PR. There's so much that you can do with, with the content that you're creating at your event. And you just want to make sure that you have the, con the correct team to get those happy faces and that experience really showcasing what was going on at your, at your event. And you can really translate that into content for your company that you can use for years on. So there's a really big uh, stat that we always use. Uh, and it is that video is 600% more effective than print and direct mail combined. That is incredible. And so we want to make sure that you add video to your strategy for promoting and advertising your event but also really repurposing that content for your marketing. I love that. That's a really great fact. Thank you for sharing that. And, you know, if we learn anything from TikTok is have some fun, right? Like the video, like we used it a lot also last year to as a teaser to invite people to come to the event and just kind of weaving it in. I remember one of the conference we did, we actually every day we had an opening, like a video opening because it was a virtual event, but we had a different person that was doing it 
So it kind of kicked it off. It's not like, oh, it's the same video as yesterday in case you didn't see it, right? And this, Sarah's right, like using the same content, you could actually showcase the whole whole video, but you could also dissect it because then there's power to short videos, right? People's attention span every year is getting shorter and shorter thanks to technology. So weaving these in have so many different benefits. So as you're planning your event for 2022, consider you know, how you want to weave this trend in and how it's going to benefit you and make the most impactful decision. All right, we talked about all the trends. So now the challenges, and as we know, safety is one of the first and foremost. But the great thing is that in terms of for coming for 2022, we've been in the pandemic for two years. So now with more strict safety guidelines in place, overall, a lot of the trend reports and just statistics that we're seeing which is on really great to see these stats because we're seeing that not only planners, but also attendees are feel more confident to go to events because of all the strict safety guidelines in place. And we even have prepared for 2022, like we have all the partners in place if we need to do on-site testing. You know, we have all the safety, even the poster board about what to say, you know, in the past, we probably have a poster board for photography and videography capture, but now we also have one for COVID safety. Great pro tip that we want to share with you also is making sure you communicate these pre-event because people don't just assume your event is safe. But if you share like, okay, this is what the venue is doing. This is what we're doing, right? People, you will see that more people will be willing to come to your event. Sarah, any additional thoughts on safety guidelines? Definitely. You want to make sure that you stay on top of regulation. We really do. So our clients don't have to. Um, we need to be ready as experienced designers to keep everybody's safety in mind so that they have a great, a great time at your event, but that they also feel very safe and secure. In addition to safety guidelines, another challenge that we're seeing is in terms of the cost increase across the board for a lot of the suppliers and, you know, venue being a big one, just because of, you know, overall the inflation, you know, a lot of costs is going up, labor is going up. So as you're planning your event, definitely make sure you cushion it another 10 to 20%, you know, cause it will vary across the board and be strategic about your budget so that you're not going in with the same budget that you had back in 2020 is not going to be the same. And for those of you that are planning hybrid events, again, like we mentioned, it's like two events. So you want to make sure you double your budget if you want to do it really well. If you're just doing an in-person event plus live stream, that's a little bit more affordable. But just keeping the cost increase in mind will help set you up for success so you're not surprised. How about in terms of labor shortages? We're seeing this a lot of these, Sarah. Definitely. Last year, it became very clear that engaging with your team is imperative. Employee retention and building company culture is really, really important and should be a priority for companies from now on. So you really want to make sure that you're building these deep relationships with your employees as well as, you know, all your team, even though that they're, they might be, you know, external workers or um, direct workers for your company, you really make a priority for many brands to create a strategy to engage with their team and bring amazing results. 
So having these um, challenges in mind is really, really important whenever planning your event or even for your marketing strategy overall. Um, labor shortages are or were last year a major factor determining many projects. So keeping them in mind when planning your event is going to be imperative for the success of your event. So really creating that experience for your employees. We saw a lot of uh, trends of um, companies already did this, but we saw an increase of companies trying to reach out to their virtual teams, for example. So there were many, many um occasions where companies reached out to their to their employees not only for their weekly zoom meeting but maybe creating an experience for uh, networking or building company culture and there are so many opportunities to face these challenges um, of course it's important to have challenges in mind but we can always turn them into opportunities and that's what we're trying to do at innovate marketing group so give us a call whenever you want to yeah, and that when working with the vendors, another, you know, things to be mindful of is don't assume that the vendors you used to work with back in 2020 are still there. Unfortunately, due to the pandemic, a lot of business went out of business, right? And then there's also because of what Sarah's saying with the labor shortages, we actually had, you know, recently got a quote and catering company never tells us, tell us they're not available before, like not in the past 15 years that we work together, but we actually got, they're not available just because, and they're, it's because of the labor shortage. They just don't have enough people to support the event. So as you're planning for 2022, if you have events in mind that are in-person or virtual, make sure you don't wait till the last minute to reach out to your vendors. I can tell you right now, we have a lot, you know, a lot of projects in the pipeline so that they're planning ahead. Right. So they're building success for themselves. So make sure you have reach out early. So you're on the calendar. That leads to a great segue in terms of opportunities. Right. We talk a lot about challenges, but if you plan well, I really think you guys will be OK. Um, in terms of opportunity, what are some opportunities for 2022, Sarah? Honestly, there are many opportunities for this year, but I'll say that the most important one is to really elevate your experience. We have all gone to 100 virtual events that are cookie cutter and a little bit boring. And you don't want that for your event. You really want to stand out and to have an incredible experience for your attendees. So you want to make sure that you bring fresh ideas and innovation uh, to, to your plan. Uh, us, for example, we love creating uh, really diverse and creative teams. Uh, to bring to the table so that we make our audience leave with a wow on their face. So that's that's huge for this year, really elevating the experience. This is a, ve a very general idea and concept, but I think we can all understand it. It is not having the same virtual event, the same webinar every month. It is really creating and curating an experience. So really, it is all about the team that, that you put together to create your experience in your event, but also making sure, like we've mentioned before, that whoever is planning it has the right network and right adaptability to make sure that your event is successful in the end. Another really big one is um, breaking the mold. Um, so to do that, we have to measure what matters to deliver that result. I mentioned earlier that metrics are very important for marketers this year and always, but this year, even for events, 
um, companies are not just trying to stay with the trend and having virtual events. They really want to make sure that those events translate into whatever they're trying to get, whether it's brand awareness, lead generation, um, even some activations for some brands. We make sure that the goal is reached. And to do that, you have to get the results and, and the measurement that, that you need. And a lot of time when we're, you know, when you first start planning, go back to your purpose, right? Looking at, we just talked about elevating your experience. So perhaps you, you're doing, you know, your set, same six events every year and really looking at it, like what's the purpose that we do this event? What are some KPIs, right? And then from there, then perhaps restructure. And I think for all the events, you might have some that are like your flagship events or the most popular events. But how about some of the unpopular ones? Are you doing it just because to do it so you could check off a box? Or is it really important, right? Or how can you really level up that experience so to make that also another fantastic event that people look forward to? You know, a lot of times clients come to us because they're probably doing, you know, the same events over and over. So they really engage us and say, hey, can you help us level up? We kind of go through what has worked and discuss what doesn't work. And when we go in, we come up with creative solution and doing something and plan out event that's really curated for their specific target market. And I think we take so much pride and a lot of effort into planning that out. I think a lot of people skip that stage. But when you really dedicate time to plan out and put a lot of thought into that strategy and purpose, your event will come out a lot better. And then also you could, you'll hit your KPIs. That is actually a great transition into what we're going to talk to you about next. It is a very important consideration for us and for many brands nowadays that you take into consideration the impact that you create with what you do. So it is very important to know your mission and to act accordingly. For example, our mission at Innovate Marketing Group is to fuel brands to create events that change lives for the better. And that is at the forefront of everything we do. All of our strategies and everything we do aligns with that mission. And we want to make sure that that also happens for your event. So if the goal of your event is to create impact, to reach out to your community, to create brand awareness, whatever the goal it is, uh, you want to make sure that you keep it in your mind while planning your event so that you can actually get those results in. So to give you guys an example, you know, back in end of 2021, we, we actually helped Wells Fargo and Cal Asian Summit to put together this event that was to support local API small businesses, you know, and it was a community event and then they have different exhibitor, food vendors, but really the goal, you know, end of the year, time to shop. Instead of shopping at a big retailer, Please support your local small business. And it was just such a feel-good event. Even internally at our agency, when I asked the team, what was your favorite event from you know, 2021? Quite a few of them actually said this event, just because they know, you know when they're shopping or this event that we're putting together is to really help the community or help the small business. Thank you all for joining us today. We really enjoy sharing all these key highlights in terms of to help you prepare for 2022 as we embark on this new year. And But we're really looking forward to it. There's a lot of exciting events coming up. I think even with technology, we're talking about that some of the events we say we're even incorporating like air drum show, 
you know, so really looking to see that come to life. We have a lot of exciting projects that are coming up that we're working on. For example, the Happy Client Project, as well as the Happy Employee Project. Really, this is geared towards not just doing any type of event, but events that we produce for a company that really well and continue to engage not only your client or consumers. We really pride ourselves on being a turnkey solution for our clients. We provide live, virtual, and hybrid event solution to help our clients reach today's audience wherever they are, whether that's online, on stage, or on site. And another thing that we're super proud of is that our agency is very diverse. You know, we're certified women and minority-owned business, but not just that. When you hire Innovate Marketing Group, 50 plus percent of our vendors that we use are also diverse. So that, you know, it really trickles down in terms of you when you have make a conscious effort to pick. And we never say pick us because we're diverse. We're a fantastic agency. It just so happened we're diverse. But you know, when you spend your money with us, it trickles down to amplifying more reach in terms of DEI efforts. And then, of course, we have a podcast. It's called Event Up. We're super excited you know, for some of these speakers that we have coming up, make sure to check it out. We just had Tomiko from Fox. There are a lot of fantastic sessions on there, as well as one of my personal favorite, which is about customer experience. So listen to that episode with Joey Coleman here at Innovate Marketing Group. We don't, you know, we really focus on the customer experience rather than the customer service. And if you listen to our episode, you will know why. Anything else you would like to share, Sarah? No, Amanda, I just thank you for uh, having me today. And I hope this is uh, helpful for anyone who's planning an event or even just further any marketing effort that you're doing this year. And we wish you lots of success in 2022. And if you need any help, feel free to. Thank you for listening. Tune in next time on Event Up.